Yo. Welcome to the Autumn Miles Show. Autumn is a best-selling author, popular speaker, and wife who is obsessed with her husband and four crazy kids. She is also the CEO of the Autumn Miles Ministry, as well as a lipstick and lash enthusiast. Autumn's vision is to speak to the culture with bold truth and challenge you to act in raw faith. Here's Autumn Miles. Hey, 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 hey. This is Autumn with the Autumn Miles Show. Bright-eyed and bushy-tailed this afternoon. Um, The show today is going to be phenomenal. You are going to want to podcast it, listen to it to the end. Um, Today is the release of Breakthrough the Movie, and I had the honor and the privilege of seeing it several weeks ago, and I also got to interview the cast, the real-life John Smith, who is the star of the show, um, and Devon Franklin, who's one of the producers, and you heard yesterday, if you listened to the show, Pastor Sam Rodriguez, who was another producer, this movie will ignite your faith on fire. Okay, Um, if you are feeling like God is not active in your situation, y'all need to go see this movie. Um, Take tissues, though. I cried for two solid hours. Um, And so did Cassie. And we went with um, another somewhat one of our other colleagues here at the station. And she cried, too. It's very emotional. But it shows you it depicts, I think, so well, um, just almost a modern day Lazarus come forth story where God is. In his might and his power is still so active on this earth. Uh, these interviews were really powerful. Um, if you are catching this on the podcast, uh, make sure you listen to yesterday's uh, uh, show as well as it kind of gives you the backstory to this movie. I don't want to waste much more time. Um, you're going to hear me interview three three sets of people in the show. Uh, the first one will be Devon Franklin. He was one of the producers and the director of the movie, Roxanne Dawson. They did, y'all, a phenomenal job, and um, I'm so proud to be able to sit in front of them. Without further ado, let's get to it. This movie is incredible. Oh, wow. I saw it last night. I cried for two straight hours. <laughs> oh my I God. think we all did. Devon, what? I, I know what drew you to it, but yeah. tell me your thoughts behind uh, producing this movie. Yeah, I mean, I like to cry, so I like, I'm, I'm a cry, everybody else is cry. Well, you, it worked, it worked. <laughs> no, I mean, it's just, you know, I, I, that's, this is why I'm here, you know, I'm, I'm here to, you know, bring inspiration um, through, you know, all forms of media, and so when it comes to film, I really like to do movies that can inspire and bring hope yeah. and uh, breakthrough, and it being a true story was one of the ways to do that, and uh, every time I have dealt with this story, I get inspired. Mm. Um, you know, listen, we, we made the film and we're there every day. We still cry. I mean, it's, it's just, it's just a powerful emotional reminder and, uh, it's exciting to be able to bring it to the world. So Roxanne, the way the scenes are going to cut, sorry, her hair is showing up in the camera. So, Oh, I got a lot of hair guys. Sorry about it. It's all right. Okay. And that needs to be down a little bit. Down a little bit. There you go. Okay. You're playing now. Sorry. You ready to roll again? See, she did that strategically, yeah, so right. she'd be in more time. <laughs> <laughs> more minutes. Okay, okay. Sorry. Hold on. One, two, three, go. So, Roxanne, the the different frames that you chose to work with were 
I felt incredibly believable. I'm a mom of four. I have adopted two children myself. Oh, wow. So as, as a mom, I think my mom's heart totally broke. How did you work with, how did you do that? Uh, what was the process of really maintaining the integrity of the emotion of the story? Well, I mean, I also have an adopted daughter as well, so I really did connect with Joyce's love for for her for her John. You know, I really understood that um, on a lot of levels. But um, just in terms of achieving performance, you mean? Or mm-hmm. I think anytime you have um, a character that is fighting, you know, that is active, that is not just accepting things. I mean, yes, Joyce's faith was real. And uh, in the face of odds, uh, she brought her son back to life. But it was a struggle. I mean, it, even within crying out, you don't know for sure that your prayers will be answered. And I think that that struggle that we all sense, that we pray, but there's not certainty because we have to have faith in things that we don't see. That's right. And, and so I think finding that struggle and making it active for her, you know, was one of the most important things. I felt like that scene on when she surrendered and yeah. then it started snowing. Um, I, <laughs> how many, how many times? You're a woman after her. Oh, <laughs> how many times as moms do we sit back and say, I, this is the one thing I can't surrender. What do you want audiences to sort of receive from that one scene? I felt like that was one of the most powerful scenes in the whole movie. Well, surrender is one of the most powerful things that you can do, you know, and I think it's one of the hardest things to do. And we needed Joyce to get there, Mm. to be okay, no matter what happened, whatever God's decision was, whatever God was going to do with John, she needed to get to that place in her growth as a character. And, um, and I think she took us along so that we got there too. I think to know what that feels like to surrender is very cathartic and hopefully our audiences were brought through that as well. Yeah. So, Devon, as you're sort of looking towards the release of this movie, I know that a lot of people have already watched the trailers and stuff on YouTube. Um, What are you hoping this does for just the season of the climate that we're in Mm -hmm. in the world today? There's so much um, that people people that need hope. We Mm -hmm. need hope in our world today. What are you hoping that this really sparks in um, everyone who watches it? Yeah, I mean, you know, entertainment um, on some level is a very democratic um, medium, meaning whatever you watch is a vote, mm-hmm. uh, whatever you, you know, purchase is a vote. So my hope is that uh, this movie, people will say, we want more um, of this type of content and vote for it by going to the box office, you know, and that there will be a breakthrough at the box office where people will say, listen, this is what we want more of. We want more hope. We want more inspiration. We want more positivity mm-hmm. put in the culture. And uh, our hope is that with this film and already, you know, even as yourself, the emotional experience that you had uh, is very similar to the emotional experiences that people have been having all over the country Mm -hmm. in the early screenings that we've done. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the hope is that people will leave the theater just transformed, um, excited about life, feeling very valued and and validated and also loved. I think we all search for that. And I think this movie uh, reminds us that uh, we are loved. So I I saw Miracles from Heaven, um, and I actually interviewed you for that. Is this kind of where you're going to stay as far as producing um, faith-filled content that brings hope? Yeah, you know, I'm always going to produce inspirational content. 
Um, every story is different. You know, my next movie is on the creator of Flaming Hot Cheetos. Uh, <laughs> exactly. You know, Richard Montanez was a Mexican janitor that worked for Frito Lay, and uh, no one believed that he was going to be anything but a janitor, but he believed differently for himself. Mm. And as a result, he saw something other people couldn't see mm. and, you know, created a product that has totally transformed the snacking industry. And he went from being the janitor to now being, uh, you know, vice president of multicultural marketing uh, for Frito Lay. <laughs> so amazing. it's unbelievable. Yeah. So I'm looking for hope. Yeah. And I want to bring hope. And I'm, I'm not going to restrict myself to how to do that. I'm going to be open to the stories that, uh, you know, find their way to me and the stories that I feel compelled to tell. I love that. One last thing I know we're running out of time is um, what do you hope this instills in the pastors of our world today? You know, I think that um, I really hope that it instills in the pastors. I mean, Pastor Jason Noble, yeah. who is portrayed in the film by Topher Grace, is a phenomenal exa example of pastoring. Mm -hmm. uh, so much now in the culture there is this idea of mega pastoring and pastoring from the pulpit, and that has its place. Mm -hmm. But to me, real pastoring is not what happens in the pulpit. Mm -hmm. It's what happens day to day. Mm -hmm. And I was raised by, you know, in a family where my pastor, uh, he would make home visits, he would make hospital visits. After church, he would take us to go visit the sick, the elderly. And this to me, my hope is that pastors seeing this will be reminded of what pastoring is all about. It's the day-to-day. -day. It's there, being a present. It's not always about, you know, the, the, the great speaking schedule and traveling the country. It's about staying home and nurturing the local congregation. And Pastor Jason Noble is a phenomenal example of that. He's a shepherd. He sure is. He's a shepherd. Wow. Thank you, guys. Thank you, you guys. Thank you. Are amazing. So I love the movie. Loved it. <laughs> I so enjoyed talking to uh, the producer, Devon Franklin, and the director, Roxanne Dawson. It was very clear that it was uh, this movie was just a labor of love for them. Um, it was uh, awesome to see sort of what happens behind the scenes and the thoughts that sort of go into a production like this um, from those that are putting it on. Uh, we are going to listen next to my interview with the real life John Smith. It's special. Well, the movie is phenomenal. Thank you. I watched it last night. I have to say I cried the entire time <laughs> from like beginning to end. And I did not know that you were adopted. Yes. My parents are very, very white. I am very, very brown. <laughs> yes. I have adopted two children okay. myself. And so I was immediately I just fell in love with you as a person um, because of my kids. Uh, but the story is unbelievable. And I could ask a ton of questions, but just what about the whole experience of being dead for 60 minutes? How has that altered your life today? Because clearly it looked pretty healthy. Yeah, I get called Lazarus, Supernatural, <laughs> Iceman, Mr. Freeze, Ice Boy. <laughs> I get a lot of nicknames, but uh, it's, it's definitely, um, I'm very thankful for my life in the yeah. end. And, you know, even though people think, well, he's just big-headed because he died and came back to life. I'm very grateful for my life. I'm very, like, I couldn't be more thankful for my life. But in the end, this is something that happened very great to reflect back on God. And I think that's important to remember is that although that people want to say, well, he's the one that did it. His mom prayed, but it's not about my mom. Right. It's not about me. It's about how God did this for us mm -hmm. and answered her prayer and brought my life 
There, there is no breakthrough without God at the center of it. And I think that's really important to remember. So can I ask you, what was your faith like before the accident? Where were you with God before the accident? I was not saved. I was really? not. Um, I had kind of fallen away. I was struggling like in the movie with my identity, um, my birth mother. I had really trust issues. The only two people I really trusted was my aunt and my mom. I just didn't really, I wasn't feeling safe, you yeah. know? And so I, I, I ran away from God. Um, basketball really became my idol, and I just fell away from him. And when the accident happened, um, shortly after when I was recovering, it was more like I wanted to get back for basketball <laughs> than I wanted to get back, you know, to serve the Lord. Mm. But I'm, I, I never want to say that God hurts anyone. He doesn't. Mm. But he puts you through life lessons, and that's mm. what he did for me. He was showing me that basketball is a, is a season. You know, it's a part of your life. It's a gift he's given us, but it's not permanent. Yeah. You know, and that's really what he showed me. And, you know, after one game where I got, uh, I had my final concussion, I really had to get on my knees and I said, okay, God, whatever you have for me, I will do. Mm. And ever since then, he has opened so many doors. And the cool thing is, is that God never takes something he's not willing to give you back. Mm-hmm. So when I thought basketball was completely gone and out of the picture, he brought me back to coach middle school and influence the future generations. Wow. I get to train kids, you know, regularly. And that, that's what I enjoy. I, I love being around them. And, you know, just seeing how God has, you know, transformed my life, you know, getting to sit here with you, um, getting to meet, you know, Mr. Devon Franklin, Mr. Samuel Rodriguez, getting to see all these people. Yeah. You know, no one would have thought because it's not me doing it. Mm-hmm. It's all God. So talk to me about your mom. My mom. Well, <laughs> if you tick her off, it's not going to be a good thing. <laughs> I if, love it. if you make her mad, if you say the wrong thing, good luck. I'm going to be standing in the other room. My mom is just an amazing woman. You know, her testimony, if you read the book Breakthrough, is just amazing. You know, and seeing her life transform and come back to God is just remarkable. Um, from the time I was born until now, her faith is never, you know, the way she's portrayed in the film of just believing God, standing from the face of the way she is. And, you know, I love my mom. I'd do anything in the world for her. She'd do anything for me. We've, we've always been close. How it's portrayed in the film is not really how it was in real life. You know, I'm very close to her. I love her. Um, you know, even to this day, when I'm upset, I'm angry, you know, I'm overwhelmed. I'll still lay my head on her shoulder and she'll sing to me, you are my sunshine at, at 18 years old. It's just... Even she always tells me, no matter what, whether you get married, whether, you know, wherever you go, no one's going to love you as much as your mama. Mm -hmm. And that's what I just, I always remember it whenever I'm traveling and I'm just tired and I I just want to go to bed. I I just, I can hear my mom sing and, you know, it just makes my day better. So that prayer was pretty, I mean, it, it rocked me last night, just seeing the way it was portrayed on screen, seeing her over. I mean, I have four children, so seeing her standing over her clinically dead son's body and praying. Um, it was, it was absolutely phenomenal. Have you heard her pray like that before? Yes. She's very aggressive, (laughs) very (laughs) aggressive. Um, but it's just, if you hear what they actually said, they said when my mom walked in the room, something walked in with her. She said, they said not just the atmosphere changed, but the physical temperature in the room changed. Mm. When she prayed, something rushed up my body so powerful, it pushed a 6'7", 230-pound man who was doing CPR. I mean, he is a big boy. It physically pushed him back. 
something rushed up my body that powerful. She, and it's all God. Her faith is strong, but it was all God. And she is just the same, just aggressive, aggressive woman. <laughs> but. So she said, I mean, I, if I, I don't want to misquote it, but one of the things I remember last night from that prayer was when she said, Holy Spirit, breathe life into his body. And did it act, did your heart actually stop beating, start beating right after she said that? Wow. They had had a, they had had a finger on my pulse for like the whole time I was there. So 30 minutes, nothing. Everything medically, scientifically, they could have done for me. They tried. Yeah. They did. No, nothing, nothing. But when all else fails, then God said, okay, my turn. Yeah. And boom, right there. So I've heard your call to ministry. Yes. We only have 30 seconds. So I've heard you called to ministry. What's your plans? Um, well, hopefully graduate if they'll let me. Um, I've been <laughs> gone a bit, but then I am going to go up to uh, a school in Minnesota, Minneapolis, and study ministry. Um, I had a girlfriend for three years, hopefully get married here um, and then the, my sophomore year of college, you know, just live life, keep following the Lord and see where he's going to take me and her. It's, I'm excited. I'm extremely blessed. Was it the girl in the video? That Her name is Abby. Abby. Um, yes, but not the one portrayed in the film. Oh, okay. Different Abby. But they named her because of my Abby. So That's amazing. Well, thank you so much well, thank for you. your time. It was incredible. I got to tell you, sitting in front of the real life John Smith must have felt a little bit like the people at Lazarus' tomb felt when he walked forward and was like, hey, guys, what's up? Um, incredible. Just the presence of a miracle, I think, um, sort of overwhelmed me while I was talking to him. Up next, you know her, you love her from This Is Us, my interview with Christy Metz. She is such a sweetheart. Here we go. Wow. I watched the movie last night. I cried for two hours. Your performance is, it's it's spellbounding. It was amazing. Oh, I have two adopted you. children. So that, I, 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 that, starting with that, I was very emotional. Uh, how did you choose this script? Where did you hear about it? And t just talk to me about that. Wow. Well, thank you, first of all. Uh, whew, um, whew, wow. Um, I knew about it from the news. I knew about the story. You sort of know about projects that are coming around town, but... I didn't think anything of it because, you know, I'm on a very successful television show, but that doesn't mean it translates to, to film. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, uh, of course, fingers crossed, toes, eyes, whatever. You're like, yes, I would love to do this particular project. But I just had a general meeting with Devon Franklin, who's our producer and the executives, but I didn't think we were talking about the movie. Mm -hmm. I thought we were just chit-chatting. And mm -hmm. so I started to talk about, of course, my life and my childhood and all that and shared the the um the story of my mother going through um, a stroke and mm. um, I said you know I just know that for me the way that we think about things and the positivity is so important I said I told my my mom's doctors that you're like you don't know my mom and we're only going to speak positive words over mm. my mom and they're like wait what mm. wait what what and I'm like yeah and they're like that's what Joyce said to John's doctors wow and I was like what huh <laughs> come on and uh it was this moment where, like, you know, everything sort of just, like, clicked. And um, from then, I, I, I was sent the script. And um, I was like, well, okay, well, if I'm in contention, I, I, I want to do it, yeah. you know. And Devon jokes, but he says that I was the only one up for the role, wow. 
which is a lovely thing to say <laughs> and, and to, to know. But, I mean, this is the kind of project that any actor would want to be a part of, especially being a true story. Mm-hmm. I mean, huh? Wow. Yeah. Um, so I, I spoke with John already. Um, sounds like his mom is a firecracker. I mean. How did you prepare to play her? Uh, I mean, well, you know, uh, okay. So I'm probably the tamest <laughs> of all the women in my family. So I definitely can draw from the firecracker mm-hmm. uh, ladies in my family. Um, but I really wanted to make sure that my, uh, my devotion and my, uh, the strength of her came through um, mm. as she was, of course, so devoted. And the belief in, in her her son and mm. him, you know, coming back and being healthy. I understand what it's like to believe in something when no one else does. You know, yeah. I sort of did that in my, for myself for many, many years. Um, but also I had friends who believed in me when I didn't believe in myself, as Joyce did for John. And so there was just so many different things. And I truly believe that our tragedies become our triumphs. Yeah. And if I didn't go through all of this, I wouldn't have this to bring to this role. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, she is a loving, incredible firecracker of a woman. Um, so the fact that she was pleased with the performance is like, oh, you. <laughs> Oh, okay, that's all. That's what I want, you know? That was going to be my next question. What did she think about the performance? Yes, they were very, very pleased and and, um, very moved. And they said that we really got it. And that, that for me means the world. Well, it was incredibly believable. I'm a huge fan of This Is Us. I watch it every week with my whole family. Um, So we love it. So talk to me about This Is Us and Breakthrough. And what's the correlation between those two roles that you get to play there's a lot you know there's a lot that um of course there's a sense of family and community um and also that here are these these human beings flawed and all Mm -hmm. you know who are just trying to deal with life on life's terms and we all have something that we're ashamed about stuff that we feel guilty about things that we have you know so many questions about and not and no answers Mm -hmm. um and so of course john contemplating his purpose and in, in his sort of trajectory in life, and Kate feels that way, absolutely. Yeah. She's sort of, you know, this, like, <laughs> little birdie trying to figure it out, and, and everybody else is sort of on their paths. But, um, you know, the, the, the feeling of inadequacy mm. really comes up. Um, mm. But I think that's a human thing, yeah. you know, and I think that's what people will, will really relate to that. Um, Throughout, of course, the show, and then with this with this film, um, but also the the need for connectivity mm-hmm. as far as a community goes, or through a family. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so important. We're so much more powerful together than we are apart. Yeah. So, so relatable. You Thanks. killed it. Oh, thank you. It was you. amazing. I can't wait to take my kids. Oh, yeah. how old are they? Uh, Thirteen, ten, and two, the adopted ones are. Three and four, they're nine weeks apart, though. We adopted them two months apart. So they're incredible. Wow. <laughs> I know. That's why How I'm do you look time. this great? <laughs> like, I, I don't have any children. I can't even keep a succulent alive. Well, yeah, I don't I'm like, what? Well, that's really, really kind. Wow. Thank you so oh much. Gosh. Like I said before, I was very starstruck whenever I sat in front of Christy Metz. As my family watches This Is Us, um, every time there's a new episode, 
uh, rings true for us because they talk about adoption a lot. And clearly my um, two smallest little munchkins are adopted. Um, I can't say enough about this movie. We, my team went because I do believe this is an example of raw faith, which is what we talk about on the show. Uh, the tag of the show is bold truth and raw faith. And what this woman um, did for her son was step out in some raw faith and ask God specifically to start his non-beating heart. And as soon as the words came out of her mouth, his heart began to beat. It is one of those movies I think that will make a mark in your mind and in your heart. I think it will be a steroid shot to your faith as it was to mine. Um, I, I just hope the, the Devon and Pastor Sam, I hope they continue to make movies like this because um, the world absolutely needs it. Um, I want to thank you guys for listening as faithfully as you do. Thank you for stopping me everywhere. 7-Eleven church, you know, wherever it is, um, North Park Mall um, and saying, hey, we love the show. That means so much to us. And I, I really appreciate your support. We are praying for you. We love you. We are believing the best for your future. And I will catch you right back here tomorrow on The Autumn Mile Show. The Autumn Mile Show is listener supported and your donation to keep her on the air is much appreciated. To make a donation, visit autumnmiles.com. And if you make a donation of $100 or more, you'll receive an autographed copy of her book of the month. This program is underwritten by Mary Maids of Fort Worth. Your future starts now. Thanks for listening and join us next time for the Autumn Miles Show on the Word 100.7 FM.